Today we deal with precursors. Our Advent journey to Christmas wrapped in Isaiah's vision, which the church viewed as the precursor to Jesus' arrival, identifying Jesus with King David and the glory days of ancient Israel. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. All the words are there. As a signal to the people, he will be the righteous integrity, faithfulness, and the fear of the Lord that is the awe of life. The church saw Jesus as the man who fulfilled Isaiah's vision. Then there was John the Baptist, seen by the early church as the immediate precursor to Jesus, though his followers, then and now, they still exist over there, will tell you John was a leader in his own right, simply appropriated by the Christians for Jesus. Now last year, I appeared here as John the Baptist, so what was needed to be said from that point of view was said. So as not to duplicate, I invite you to turn your attention to the way we might prepare the way of the Lord, looking ahead with hearts and minds, backed up by what has followed from our Jewish Christian heritage. Sadly, it's not a pretty picture. Looking back at that dual history, even in historical context, I am confounded by how the spirit of the Lord has been so distorted and abused throughout history, confounded by attitudes toward slavery and bigotry, racism and sexuality, toward women especially, and war. It's difficult to line up those understandings with Jesus' vision and spirit. Attitudes, sadly enough, that still bind a lot of Christians, and I don't know how they can do that. I'm amazed that the church has come this far, often proud of the Episcopal Church and its stand on issues, one of the few that is really out there. As we discussed in the recent Theology of the Gospels, Jesus was probably born in Nazareth. But Matthew and Luke had to sync up their birth narratives with Micah's prophecy of the place the Messiah would be born. But you, Bethlehem, the least of the clans of Judah, out of you will be born for me the one who is to rule over Israel. So, Matthew and Luke had to get Joseph, Mary, and Jesus down to Bethlehem fast. Each writer with his own theological story, Bethlehem becoming the precursor for Jesus' birth. This Advent, as I focused on that tradition, I was reminded of Phillips Brooks' poem written one night for the children of Trinity Church, Boston. According to his diary, he was off by himself at a quiet place overlooking Bethlehem, star, stars above so clear in a world of darkness before electric lights. In the quietness, words came to mind, set later to tunes we know and love. You may even hear it in your own mind as I read these. O little town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light, 
The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Present-day Bethlehem, composed of Christians and Muslims, is surrounded by a 30-foot-high, 8-feet-thick concrete wall built by the State of Israel on Palestinian property paid for primarily by our tax dollars. Not far from Manger Square is the Haitian refugee camp where more than 10,000 souls are crammed together in horrendous poverty, people surviving mainly on funds provided by the United Nations, which our nation is starting to cut. In our visits there, we see children and adults living in a tension of hope and despair, laughter, especially by the children, quiet frustration, anger, and desperation. Some of you have been there, have seen it. So verse four of Brooks' poem is poignant. Where children pure and happy pray to the blessed child, where misery cries out to thee, son of the mother mild, where charity stands watching and faith holds wide the door, the darkness night wakes, the glory breaks, and Christmas comes once more. Misery and glory provide the bookends for our own journey this Advent, when we Americans are involved in some good things around the world and in some very bad things. Destruction of Kurdish allies in Syria, mistreatment of children, teens, and adults at our southern border, the hate, mistrust, and bigotry emerging around the country, gunfire in our schools and malls, possible impeachment, to name a few. If we dare look at it, our Advent preparation can lead us through despair and meanness, as well as the hope of integrity and glory. As Christians and as a nation, we experience concern and sadness in the midst of hope, trying to hold on to our historic values as the good guys of the world. Kathy Christensen from Episcopal Peace Fellowship just returned last month from a pilgrimage to Palestine, which was, as she wrote, unsettling, but ultimately transforming. She quoted a poem by Mark Nepo, which I think is instructive for us in our Advent preparation. One who journeys without being changed is a nomad. One who changes without going on a journey is a chameleon. One who journeys and is transformed by that journey is a pilgrim. My hope is that our journey through Advent can help us to become pilgrims in our search, in our faith, in our understanding and meaning of our lives, individually and corporately. The words of Oscar Wilde seem relevant. We are all in the gutter, but some of us are looking at the stars. Every morning in the fall, when I go out to get the Mercury News, I look up and see the moon, the same moon Jesus saw. Observe my favorite constellation, Orion, and marvel at the orderliness of the vast universe beyond comprehension or imagination. During Advent, 
I hope you'll remember to look up at the stars and in due time, in your heart's eye, see the star of Bethlehem and remember Jesus and the people there now. And in the spirit of Jesus, this is inscribed on the cathedral, our Episcopal Cathedral in Jerusalem. Pray not for Arab or Jew, for Palestinian or Israeli, but pray rather for yourselves that you may not divide them in your prayers, but keep them both together in your hearts. <coughs> o holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell. O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. And in the words of the prophet Isaiah and John the Baptist, prepare ye the way of the Lord. 